What's the difference between a narcissist, a psychopath, and a sociopath? That's what we're talking about today, queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name's Angie Atkinson, and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. If that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. A lot of people have been asking me, what's the difference between a sociopath, a psychopath, and a narcissist? It's a complicated answer, but we're going to work through it today. Sociopaths, first of all, psychopaths are people who are born psychopaths. Sociopaths, on the other hand, are turned into sociopaths. Where do narcissists fit into this? We're going to get to that. Let's start with sociopaths, okay? They're different than psychopaths because, number one, because, number one, they are not born sociopaths. They are born normal, and something happens to them in their lives that turns them into a sociopath. Whatever the circumstances were, something happens to them, and they become a sociopath. See, when we're born, certain things affect the way our brain function works, the way our neurons work, the way they're developed, the way that we interact with the world in general. Various experiences that we have over our lifetimes lead to our personalities and who we are. So depending on what you go through, it affects the way that your brain's neurons connections grow. So when you're spoken to and you're read to by your parents, then your language neurons are nourished and they grow. If not, they die and you could lose the ability to have language. So that's why sometimes when you know, they found like feral children who somehow have managed to not to survive alone in the woods for many years or whatever. Very rarely do they have normal language skills, if any, especially if they were removed from their families prior to gathering language skills. Now, in some cases, sociopaths can actually be sort of cured or reversed with really serious intervention and intention on their own parts in their adult lives. If you raise your children in such a way that you raise them with constant pain, abuse, neglect, you could create a sociopath. And that may be where sociopaths are created is in childhood. And that's generally the case because of course the way that their brain function works is affected directly by the way that their experiences unfold in their lifetime. Now let's talk about psychopaths. Psychopaths are born. So when raised the right way, when you give them the right kind of motivation, certainly they can change some of the interactions that they would have with the world, but it doesn't cure them. They can't be cured. That's one difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. Then again, doesn't change who they really are. So while they will often be well integrated into society and you may even know and love a psychopath, they're actually quite the opposite. For the most part, psychopaths are incredibly charming. People want to be around psychopaths. People will just sort of flock to them like, like, you know, bees to honey. But the thing is, a psychopath doesn't need anybody. They don't need people to function unlike a narcissist. So there's one difference. So while a narcissist needs you to give you give them the good supply to feed the ego, a psychopath does not. A psychopath has no need for your approval. You could put a narcissist in therapy, and if the narcissist meant to get better, intended to get better, the narcissist could potentially produce results. As I've said repeatedly, I've never seen it, and I've never heard of anyone who's seen it, at least not in a way that it would be a long-lasting thing. 
But what it comes down to is a narcissist is just sort of a shell of a person. They have nothing of their own. They have no real self. Does that make sense? And the truth is they would love to become the magical idea of the person that they believe that they are. So sociopaths are manipulative and emotionally unstable. So in order to reach a sociopath, you have to really dig deep with them if you're the therapist working with them. The, the therapist will have to teach basic empathy skills, basic things like this. Whether or not they'll actually do the work is the whole other side of that coin. Narcissists, as you know, generally won't. Sociopaths, as you may suspect, also generally aren't interested in changing unless they're forced to because of legal issues. So when it comes to psychopaths, they're going to be a lot less likely to think that there's anything wrong with them at all. They know, this is the thing about psychopaths, they're aware that other people think something's wrong with them, but they don't really care. They only change their behavior in order to facilitate their goals or desires in society, just to get along unless they are on the other end of that spectrum. Some psychopaths would never kill anybody, they just don't have a need for people or emotions. It's almost like they're machines, but it's something with the way their brain is wired. Every now and then you'll see a mask slip uh, and, and you'll see that the true psychopath. I don't know if you ever watched Breaking Bad, but I was really into that show. And the reason I'm thinking of this character right now is because of the new spinoff, Better Call Saul. The character Gus Fring is an excellent example of a psychopath because you see he's He's totally polite. Everybody loves him who doesn't know about his secret drug stuff. He's actually very kind to his employees at the chicken place he works at. And you never see him sweat. Even the, if, if you watch the original show, when, when the guy dies at the end, he kind of walks out and straightens his tie and falls over dead. You know? <laughs> so it's interesting the way that plays out. So you aren't often going to see that with a psychopath. You're not going to see the mask slip. If you do see it slip, it's generally because they've become comfortable with you or they have just become a little sloppy, lazy in their manipulation and interactions or they don't mean for you to be able to see it. And this is the thing about empaths is that we see it and they don't like that. So be aware of that. That could be if you are with a psychopath, that could be part of the reason that all of this works in that fashion. So they're not going to tell you there's anything psychopathic about them. They're not going to tell you about their strange, crazy thoughts, etc. But you will not know because they're very adept at not showing you who they are. They're very adept at wearing that false mask, the false self, just like a narcissist. They're very convincing. So again, psychopaths are born psychopaths, generally because of chemical imbalances that occurred outside of everyone's control, to, having to do with genetics. And some people suggest it has to do with the mother and her self-care during the pregnancy, but that is iffy. They're more organized than your average sociopath. And generally, they don't have as many bursts of rage. Occasionally, they'll pop one off, but it's rare because I think their emotions are so below the surface that they aren't affected in the same way as normal people, if they have emotions at all. When it comes to sociopathic people, their issues have developed over time. So before puberty, most of these people are dealing with a bad upbringing or some very traumatic or tragic event in their life that changes their wiring. They don't come out that way, they're made into that. Genetics probably may play a part because we all have been through some tragic things and not all of us are sociopaths or psychopaths. As I explained, sociopaths are disorganized. They are also much better at understanding and manipulating people. And I think the reason for this is because at some point in their lives they may have been more like neurotypical. They may have been more normal until this tragedy happened and so they may still be able to recall how it felt to be this, that, or the other thing. So a sociopath could still appear to be an empath. How about that? That's scary stuff, huh? Sociopaths 
they get the rules of society and generally while they may appear to follow them mostly they don't they disregard the rules of society narcissists then are people who have a more sense more more of a sense of you know what I'm so freaking amazing that I can only associate with special and awesome people or they're people who have lots of issues deep-rooted insecurities they have all of these different issues that have built up over time and they will use those against you because they'll use them to excuse themselves for their bad behaviors so what it all comes down to is the narcissist may appear to use empathy by choice like a sociopath can. Sociopaths often have also a comorbid condition of OCD. They're also really competitive, but unlike sociopaths and psychopaths, narcissists will take it too far. They will go further than they need to go without concern for what other people think. And I think sometimes that's partially related to intelligence levels, but I think it's also the inflated self-confidence, whereas a psychopath just doesn't give a shit. And a sociopath is going to be more focused on making people think they're okay. Narcissists, when they're wrapped up in their little narcissistic rage and narcissistic injury times, they tend to lose all ability to concern themselves with emotion. And that, my friend, is the, the marker of a narcissist, is when they get to their bad points, they have no empathy. They may never have empathy, but when they get to their bad points, the empathy factor is gone. But what it all comes down to is that all of these cluster B personality disorders can be potentially traced back to antisocial personality disorder. And we'll talk more about that in the next video. So tell me, it's time for the question of the day. You know what that means? Question of the day. Were you aware of these differences? And if you weren't, did I teach you anything new today? And what would you add to this list? Share your thoughts and your, and your ideas in the comments below and let's talk about it. If you have experiences with, I know some of you have experiences with narcissists, would love to hear that. If you have experiences with psychopaths or sociopaths, I would love to hear about that as well because I find this stuff fascinating and it helps me help other people. And who knows, maybe you'll save someone's life today by leaving a comment. Give it a shot. All right, I'm wrapping up. Oh, I forgot to mention to you, um, I have a new service. It's a texting service. Uh, it's free. So if you want to be notified whenever I go live, I will text you. You can also get this information by subscribing to me on YouTube and hitting the bell notification symbol. But if you want an extra backup, because I know some people have been upset that they missed my live feeds, you can text Angie Live, that's A-N-G-I-E-L-I-V-E, -E, no spaces, to 33222. All right, that's 33222. I'll put it right here on the screen for you. All right, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.